Welcome to The Scoop, your weekly dose of internal talent news from here and around the globe. So grab your popcorn and open your mind as I hand you over to our anchors from Tarpod, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Scoop. I'm Craig. And (laughs) I'm Lauren. We are your Ron Burgundy and Veronica Corningstone of TA News. Yes, we are. Hey, we're going to start off with just a little bit of bad news, but it's going to get better throughout the broadcast. So we thought we'd start with shit and end up in a happy place. So you go first, Lauren. Well, my first one is good old Accenture. We've all read this one this week and they are cutting 19,000 jobs. That's about 2.5% of their bloody workforce over the next 18 months. It's one of the largest rounds of dismissals we've seen in the consulting and tech sector so far um, with strong economic headwinds we sort of expected it but not this one but they have gone on to say that it is mostly going to be the back of house staff so that is going to hit our friends in TA I do believe and the other piece of bad news I've got today is it's coming from the happiest place on earth Disneyland which for about 7,000 staffers is not going to be the happiest place on earth for a while Um, they're going to be eliminated part of a deep cost cutting effort that's going to be felt across the company's key divisions. So Disney CEO Bob Iger uh, confirmed Monday morning that this was all going to be happening in three waves starting today. Hey, I'm going to get let loose with my piece of bad news. Have any of you out there heard of Dr. John Sullivan? Because he has just brought out an article with the headline, the elimination of all sourcing jobs is being accelerated by... AI. So what Dr. John Sullivan is saying that sourcing jobs will disappear, will disappear, not may, but will disappear and replaced by AI. And it gives a number of reasons why. And I'll just go through some of the reasons. He says that de- the demand for AI is expanding into recruiting because of oh, recent shit. positive acceptance by almost every business function. AI searches produce higher quality prospects. AI searches are cheaper. AI sourcing is flexible. AI sourcing results are guaranteed to produce improve continually. Sourcing teams create silos that reduce sharing. Sources barely use performance metrics to guide their behaviours. Sources primarily rely on the internet bullion oh, searches. Oh, I bet you 50 bucks. Jess Gibbs and Jones has got 50 cents to say about oh, this. I'm sure she is too. We'll have to get her on Tarpod to talk through this. Um, and they're saying that AI will more accurately screen in the best applicants and it produces better yeah. job ads. What are your thoughts? Do you really? What do you think that's well, going to happen? Well, I, I think yes, we are embracing AI, and it, it's inevitable. Change is inevitable in every industry, but. Honestly, people like the human touch. I think maybe for bulk recruitment, this is going to be a very, very good thing. But when it comes to sourcing people and talking to people, people want to speak to a bloody person. Yeah. And just quoting – Because I think Siri is a pain in my ass. Oh, she's a pain. She never gets it right. Of course, before anyone outright denies this trend, Dr. Sullivan says, he would like to remind them that the elimination of entire job families is not new. Um, And he says travel agents, copy machine operators, taxi cab drivers, file clerks, blah, 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 blah. And he suggests that anyone who is any way involved in any aspect of recruiting that does not include convincing or selling a candidate, get out of the industry and find a new job. That's what he says. That's what he says. However, this is what I say to you. Yeah, all right. He let his fucking hand off it. I I reckon that AI can, especially on the internet, can only be as good as the data that's put in, right? It can only be as good as that. Yeah. It's completely bound by what's put into it. So we're nowhere near it yet and we may not be because there's areas of sourcing that don't live on the internet. You know, like the... Totally agree with you. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on from that. What do you got? Okay. So uh, the union has 
stopped a BHP labour hire deal going ahead because Ooh. of the same job, same pay legislation coming in by the Albanese government. So this is a bit of a watch your space because uh, a couple of areas had passed it, but 53% of mining workers voted against BHP's uh, operation services agreement for production workers and are waiting to see what comes out of the Albanese's government uh, propose changes to same job, same pay laws. Uh, it's a bit of a watch this space because I think this is um, really aimed at uh, definitely reducing the gender equity on the pay differences here, but there's also other the actions in play there. So let's see where that ends up. But on more union news, uh, Menulog uh, pushed to a uh, Did somebody say? Menulog. <laughs> Where's Snoop Dogg when exactly. I need him? Menu log are to push for a dual approach under a new gig economy regime, mm. which I think's deserved because some of these gig economy people get the shit ripped out of them. It's a it's an area where it's not regulated enough. So the on-demand food delivery service will push for the federal government's upcoming gig economy laws to give couriers a viable path to employment with the TWU committing to ensure that the um, option is flexible enough to compete with independent contracting. There you go. So what's this space on gig workers? Hey, I've got some news. Well, I think it's about time. These guys, they roar into the stick and I think that they need it. So good on yeah. Menulog for taking a stance there and being the first one to jump into that pond. I've got some news from the talent website in the area of soft versus hard skills when hiring people. So for years, um, hard skills have been paramount, particularly from hiring managers. They predict in their latest surveys that this year for the first time ever, soft skills are poised to be preferred over hard skills. And by 2030, over 63% of all decisions will be made based on soft skills. And they also say the two top soft skills that people are looking for these days are teamwork and communication. Well, you can teach a hard skill. You can't stop teaching someone to be an asshole. (laughs) Exactly right. Exactly right. You've been trying to teach me that for years. Exactly. Anyway, the wonderful Vicky Carolyn, who from CXC Global, has written a industry insights and trends this week. And, uh, well, actually it was in March, so you can find it on CXC Global's website. Uh, And I think it's actually quite an interesting points that she brings up here and most of them are on the money like people are I think the biggest trend that is just steps out here is flexibility people are still looking for the work from home it is remaining the leading trend in the Australian job market as well as flexible hours and she pulls up a fabulous little graphic from Gartner on that one but there are a few other um, topics in there so I suggest you get on CXC Global's website and have a look at that one that is a good article to read. A little bit of local HR tech news. Recruitment software platform JobAdder has secured another round of funding from parent company Seek. Beers are on you, Dave Johnson. They are. No further details of the investment are released, but JobAdder, which has over 4,500 client accounts and 27,000 users, say it will be used to help fund innovation. Um, CEO Martin Herbst says, our latest investment from Seek will help us accelerate the launch of new products, allowing recruitment professionals to diversify, work smarter, and make the best of changing market conditions. This funding round is a clear indication of our continued dedication to providing cutting-edge solutions and meeting the evolving needs of the recruitment industry. And that's from Shortlist, that article. That's a fabulous little snippet there for job adder. Isn't it? I know. Beers are on you, Dave Johnson. Said that before. Say it again. Okay, uh, I think the other piece of news you have there is a big one too. Yes, some good news. Canva, our friends at Canva, so tech giant Canva has 
bucked the trend of shrinking office space and opening its first Melbourne campus to accommodate 300 Victorian staff and offer more opportunities for collaboration. So they've launched a warehouse-style office in the inner suburb of Collingwood. Even though they still allow employees to work completely remotely, there's no requirements about coming in, but they're offering all sorts of stuff. It has unlimited snacks. Shit, we're moving in there. Indigenous art available for sale, coffee machines, Mm -hmm. parents' room equipped with baby changing station. Um, Do they have doggy daycare and we're there? Canva? Save us a table. Well, they're also looking to hiring a chef to serve free breakfasts and free lunch. Oh, piss off. Yep. And the company's limited car parking spaces has been converted into a herb garden. Amy Schultz, we want a job at Canva. We do. So Tarpod a, wants to work at Canva. That's a great bit of news there. And it's really uh, allowing yep. employees to work from home or come to a space that's going to be really exciting to work in. I want to, uh, before we get on with the news, actually, this one just popped to my head, is I want oh. to throw out a big thank you to the Brisbane Talent Acquisition and Recruitment Community up yeah. there. Last week we hosted the first Brizzy Recruitment Meetup. So a huge thank you to Katie LePage from Energy Australia and Tracy Quinn from Bechtel Group. Uh, amazing well job, done, ladies. Guys. Well fucking done is all yeah. I can say. It was so good. Uh, the accolades are still coming through. I'm watching the channel that we're all a member of and I just think that we have hit something great there. So, Brizzy, if you missed out on the recruiter meetup last time, get along to the next one. It was a bloody good meetup. And if anyone in Brizzy just happens to see the Tarpod uh, corporate banner in a bar somewhere in the valley, Oops. please grab it and bring it back for me. It got lost. It, it got- went walkabout. <laughs> yeah, it did. While we're, while we're at talking about events, let's talk about an upcoming one, Talent Advisory Conference by ATC on the 16th of the 5th in Melbourne, Sofitel on Collins Street. Um, early bird tickets are available now on the atcevent.com website, and that will be great to learn all about talent advisory yeah, and that really white moving paper. away from acquisition. Yeah, you can great. also download the white paper that we spoke about in this week's podcast on that website and it is a big read but it's a good read. Some yeah. freaking awesome stats in there and a lot of food for thought too on how to really sort of protect your jobs in the TA sector. Mm. So have a look at that white paper, people, because I really think that uh, this is how we – protect ourselves in future market turmoil. And in terms of events, what other exciting news over the next week is about to happen? I want a drum roll for this one, please. Yeah, here it comes. Alrighty. The ITAS, the Internal Talent Awards. This will be the fourth ITAS. Yes, I can't believe we're up to that. Is opening the nominations on the 3rd of April. That is next Monday. So noms are open 3rd of April. So get onto the ITAS website, have a look. Um, Everything's all there ready to go. Get your attachments ready. Get all of your submissions ready. Nominate someone you think who is deserving. Do not be afraid to talk yourself up. Exactly. Nominate your bloody self, for Christ's sake. You deserve it. And if anyone can speak highly about you, it is you, everyone. So we've got uh, 16 awards, yep. so jump on in there, everybody. The ITAS nominations open on the 3rd of April. And that's it for The Scoop this week, so it's a goodbye from me, Craig. And a goodbye from me, Lauren, and stay classy, Moama. <laughs>